You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. We got our teas in the studio today. Yeah, teasy. Gemini season. You know what I'm saying? It's me and Frank in the building. We doing this. I just wanted to freestyle this shit. Like, this is a bonus episode, man, to, uh, for the listeners. We took a little hiatus. We're coming back. We have an official date. It's August 21st. You know what I'm saying? August so, 21st. 82121. I like that. Symmetrical I'm a numbers. numbers. Symmetry. I'm a, num- I'm a numbers guy. You know what I'm saying? So, we're here today. We're going to talk a little shit. We got 21, a lot 21, of shit. 21, 21. Like, yeah. We got a lot of shit. I was listening to the 21 Savage on the way up here. You know what I'm saying? We got the cameras in here. We're trying to bring a different perspective Yeah, with the bonus episode. Frank loves himself. Well, when know, I put I this do. together, you will see how he just pointed <laughs> at himself in the camera. You know what I'm saying? He knows yes. his own. Him. Uh, we got the homie Spider in the booth as always. How you doing? Two thumbs up, man. Super uh, engineer. So we're going to kick off this episode uh, with Drake too much. I want you to listen to these words, man. I've been going through some things in my life. You a lyrics guy? Yes. Very good. A lot. Of, that's why I can't listen to a lot of just random music. Because mm-hmm. if you really hone into the lyrics, you'll really be saying like some of these niggas be like, suck it a dick, bitch. Make her do this. Make her do that. <laughs> Choke that it pussy out. Yeah. But, that, and it's like, pussy nah, open. I can't. Nah. At 20 something, you could have got me. Yes. But I can't be a fan. Or even in a club. At this time. But not riding in the car all yeah. the time. Yeah. But I, I like to listen to music and put stuff out that kind of gives me an opinion. Artie, do you want to come put a headset on? Okay. I know you listening. You in here. But you know, I know you like to hear it. With can, the clarity. I can yeah. stretch one out over there. He said he oh, could stretch word? one out over there if you need oh, it, if you cool. wanted it. That'd be great. She said she cool with that. Yeah. So uh, if you don't mind, Spider, if you could drop too much from Drake, and uh, we're going intro- to introduce this show, man. We're just doing it off the cuff this time, man. Mm. I'm going to get some of that drink, too, fam. Yes, sir. I'm good right now. Okay. I like how the song starts out melodic. Yeah, me too. And then the beat just drops. Drake is very underrated, man. Still to this day, he's underrated. You think so? This is like saying Jordan can't be better than LeBron, or LeBron can't be better than Jordan, or Drake can't be better than Jay Z. Yes, they can. You know, it depends. There's a, there's a discussion to have about it. But watch how Drake come through on this bitch. Oh, I like that. Last time is on the outro. Yeah. Stuck in the house, need to get out more. I've been stacking up like I'm fundraising. Mm. Most people in my position mm. get complacent. Join in, Tease. This is with star girls and they end up on them front pages. I'm quiet with yeah. it, I just ride with it. Moment I stop having fun with it, I'll be done with it. I'm the only one that's putting shots up and like a potluck, you need to come with it. Don't run from it. Like H Town yeah. in the summertime, I keep it 100. Met a lot of girls in my time stand. Word of Paul Wall, not one fronted. I was birthday in my Houston, first man. jam, and yeah. I know that H-Town. place like I come this from is it. A- Backstage at warehouse and hard beat. Yes, yeah, that's there. chill. And then he consistently kills the beat. No, no. Like Artiz hit me the other day. Was it last week? And you was like, Drake don't miss. Nah, he don't. Nah, man. Uh, what was that one? Scorpion? Yeah, there was like 27 songs on that. And at one point, all 27 were on the Billboard chart, plus three other songs. Yeah. Skills. He's that good. And then he finesses you. Like Spider said, I mean, it's hard to find, you know what I'm saying? Somebody who can have a dope beat that's still melodic. No doubt. I got a question for you, though. After the song go off. Regarding this topic. I'm thinking about it too much. And then he just slide back in and hit you over the head like this. Someone go tell Noel to get it backwards. Money got my whole 
dinners, no holidays, no nothing. This issues at hand and we're not discussing shit. I got this towel in this motherfucker because I made pit out. <laughs> I almost didn't wear no motherfucking drawers in this bitch. I said, man, I ain't free ball since high school. I'm glad you did. Woo! God damn, man. I am not ready for this Texas heat, dog. But you've been, you been here for your whole life. Man, I'm not ready for it, bro. In Texarkana, in the country, you have trees. Okay. So you get a little bit of a breeze. A little breeze, and that you, makes a difference. It makes a big difference. What episode is this, Artesia? Do you remember? Episode three of, let's just- 318. 318, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. That's, that's 318, this is a bonus episode. Um, we may give y'all a long dick style today, <laughs> a little bit over an hour. The hour, you know, at an hour, that's about nine inches of dick. That's about Anytime we go over an hour, you fucking with 10-inch thing. Oh, okay. That mean, that's night-night, bitch. They don't like that. No, nah, that's guts and butts. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a while since we've done, like, I wouldn't even call this an all guys episode, man. We just kind of got on the phone and um, I hit you up and I was like, bro, it's, it's been some things happening. There's some things happening. I think it's hard not to get in the studio and talk about it. It's, bro, it's so much shit. So I made a bet with Artiz. I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay out this motherfucker a month. I stayed out a month. Has it been a month? Yeah, I bro. Mean, it was a quick month. When do we? Because when last time? I, come on, Spider. No, no, no. Don't get too happy. Right, look. look. She gonna make sure how long it's been. It's been six. You know weeks. she got the she got the she six got the stats. Six weeks. I've six got weeks. that's too much. That's, too, that's, that's April, a week and a half. Tenth. That's what I got. You, you know what I'm April saying? Tenth? Okay. Because I need somebody taking me out to eat or drink because <laughs> both of y'all niggas said bet. We, 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 what the bet is? Actually, I was not a part of that conversation. Oh, I would have totally put money against you. Yeah, I know you would <laughs> because it's hard not to come in here, bro. Yeah. And. I know it's been some things happening to where I, I, I had been hitting Artesi up and I was like, yo, I'm changing. Yeah. Oh, word. That's I'm good. changing. and we Evolving, can, right? Yeah. And we can jump around on this list because mm -hmm. that's part of what we wanted to talk about, like how you feel like you've improved yes. as a person. Oh, evolved. You know, yeah, with, the, with the pandemic and spending time mm -hmm. to yourself and yeah. spending time with your family, it, it, it gives you opportunities to reflect. And for me, I'm trying to step into really understanding who I am. It's very important. And it's time to do that. I mean- like whatever age doesn't really matter, but we're at a point in life yeah. where we really have to spend some time and understand, be introspective and learn who we are. Yeah. Like, cause moving forward, it's going to be important to know yeah. that. You know yeah. what I mean? Most definitely. But for me, it's like, I, I had one of, Artesia always talks about, um, what is that shit we was talking about? Like the, the astrology signs, mm -hmm. meditation, yes. tapping into yourself. Yes. But I hit her up the other day and I said, ain't it crazy that we believe like, I stopped believing in like the Christian God mm -hmm. and Jesus when I was like 17. Mm -hmm. But because I grew up on that, I have not yet replaced it yeah. with what I truly believe in. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on a journey now where I'm like, what the fuck is it that I do believe? If I don't believe in that, mm -hmm. like I, we talked about unlearning, learn behaviors. What do I believe in? I know I believe in something higher, a higher yeah. being or whatever. And I didn't know that meditation puts you in touch with like, the chakras and mm -hmm. all of this other shit and how the numbers align. Like I've heard about astrology in its own, you know, mm -hmm. in its own um, space. I've heard about uh, meditation and yoga in its own space, mm -hmm. but not all together. Yeah. When you put it all together and then you add in the different languages like numerology and everything, yeah. I mean, a lot of this shit is really connected, but we're not taught it. So yeah. we don't recognize it until later and yeah. it becomes familiar. And then we try to learn more about it. Yo, man. So, I, I, like I said, I just wanted to come in and talk to you guys, see what's been going on, which I do kind of, I'm going to tell you this, I miss the ladies' voices yeah. already. Like, I know I came in and I was like, sorry, tease at any time if you want to step from behind the camera, get on the mic. You oh, got something she got a mic say, over there? Feel free to do so. You don't got a mic? No, nah, You need yet. to get a mic. 
Like we need that. Yeah. Yeah. For the and balance. do as he is and do as you told. Yeah. <laughs> do as you fucking told. Get on the bike, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Do as you're like fucking your told. Like your boy Tyrone and shit. Pick yeah, up the man. mic, nigga. Beautiful friends, bro. I was a. Uh, I kind of looked at my catalog of women mm-hmm. over the years. Friends or. Uh, both. Okay. Friends and girls I right. dated. All right. And I was like, I think I I like to think I date some pretty attractive people. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking across the table now, Ortiz is behind the camera, and it's like she's attractive. Gemini season. You know, I think I was successful in pursuing something. You can't see it, but she's shaking her head and out in a firm, like, yeah, I'm I'm attractive. You know what I'm saying? So, and <laughs> I don't know if that's what she was doing. She probably was like, this nigga, like, I don't want to be talked about. <laughs> but too late. Sometimes I, I came to you, Frank, and I was like, does the type of women that you have as friends are there, is that any indicator of the type of women that you could date? And I thought about that because I always talk about, too, mm-hmm. is as we meet, uh, what is it, platonic yeah. friends? Yes. Like, you meet them off attraction. True. At our age. True. Like, you connect yourself to people you want to be around mm-hmm. and people that you are attracted to. Right. So does that, attraction it, is beyond just yeah. physical. So is that but any indicator yeah. of, of the type of women you would date? You're asking me. Yeah. I don't think so. And this is why. Uh, because, you know, I think that this kind of you can connect it together, but uh, it's a different kind of energy. It's a different kind of relationship. So yeah. if you're if you're going into, say, you meet somebody who you see is attractive, but it doesn't look like it's going to be a romantic relationship. Yeah. but It definitely can be a platonic one. Um, I don't think that that's any indication, especially if she a 10 on a scale of one to 10. If she's a 10 and we're friends, I don't think that that relationship, our friendship has anything to do with my ability to pull a 10 you know, in a romantic situation. Yeah. But but I think it's connected because yeah. me personally, see, now I'm going to be too transparent, but it's all good. I don't care who's listening. I mean, you got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> listeners, this is for you. <laughs> My thing is, I've always wanted to be around bad chicks Yeah, because women are competitive. Yes. And if I have a bad chick who's a friend, yeah. then another bad chick is going to want to be more than a friend. Yeah. And that's how I play the game. Yeah. You know I what think I mean? It can, I, I, I do kind of <laughs> think it's an indicator. Like, not being funny, like, if I've been out at a bar, you ever been out at a bar with a friend and it's a female, mm-hmm. and when people see you, you may see somebody you know and they, like, looking at you like, yo. Yeah, you pulled that. Yeah, that's who you with. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they'd be like, no, nah, I'm just friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, even, and, and even when I was with Artiz, I remember when she started <laughs> meeting my friends, she would be like, Every, why every one of your friends got a fat ass mm-hmm. and this and this and that? And I'm like, I mean, I like to be around what I like to be around. Yeah, but you didn't make them. I mean, but, you know. or, and like I would tell her, I was like, yo, I did not fuck. You know, it was particular people we talked about. And I was like, I swear. Yeah. I didn't fuck. I'll never introduce a friend that I yeah. fucked. But me and her were so, we are still, we're still real cool like that. But we've always been so open to where I would be like, she bad though, right? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's why I'm asking. Right. I mean, this motherfucker got ass. I know you like ass. Yeah, you can see that. And you're around this all the time and mm-hmm. nothing. Oh, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it goes to say that, too, because even women experience that shit where it's like, is that can the type of women, you know, I mean, the type of men that women are talking to, Mm -hmm. like we were talking about how these niggas don't really even know how to just stay in a row. I think for women, they know how to accept a friendship from a man. Right. It's the man that always wants to see where can this line go? Always. And, And women need to pay attention to this shit. Yeah. We always we talk, I think we talked about it on the last podcast. Yeah, we bit. we looking for any type any of crack, crack, bro. Any type of crack in the window, bro. we try to bust through that bitch. Man, I'm an honest person, and it's a couple of women in my life that if they attempted to give me a <laughs> blowjob, I don't know if you that I would be able to be like, yo. But it has been girls that have offered me sex or let me know that sex will be on the table as a friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, if we do this, it's a wrap. Right. right. Like it's done. The relationship changes. It in changes that, in that instance. It cha- because first yeah. of all, if you're good, I'm gonna want it. Of course, more. More. Yeah. And I'm still not going to want to be with you. 
Oh, okay. You want to stay in a friend? I want to stay in a friend. That's but where we, we started. Fucking at. Friends. You know, yeah. Okay, got but it. But see that it, you, it's hard to do that shit at this age. It's problematic. But I do. Going back to the initial question, though, I do think the type of women you surround yourself with are the type of women you could date. You know, I, I I agree with you, but I think I only agree with you because that's the way that I've moved. But I don't think that for the average Joe, that that's really an indicator. And actually, it can give you some false sense of the type of chick you can pull. Just because you got bad friends, don't mean you could pull a bad chick. You know, I what I'm do saying? see that. I can see that. Yeah, give you a falsehood. But yeah. the, see, you got to have the women around that's willing to help you yeah. get to them levels. But, you you know, I, I don't think I'm the best looking person, but it's like when you're not a when you are a person who is capable of dating a particular type of woman. Can we, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can we stop right there? Let's stop. I know what you're about to do. I, I don't I don't like I know that language, okay. bro. I get what you say. Change that. Say, say what you mean. And, I do and say, feel confident in the type of women that I feel like I can get. Okay. But I don't ever want to feel like I could just get any bitch and like they'll do like because it's levels to everything. And it's some people may want something that I don't have. You don't okay. have everything. You don't have so everything. I just try to be humble, bro. Right. No, but I'm talking about what you was talking about yourself. You said that you're not the best looking dude. I'm I don't just like being humble, language. man. No, 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 no. That's not humble. That's man, not you humility. You got to be careful out here in these social media streets. Man. That's People not start hum- thinking you. Nah, that's nah. not humility. But I, I do. I do get what you're saying. Okay. I just try to. Because I would never say that. I just try to be balanced, bro. <laughs> It's trying to be balanced. Just you like, know, you can be balanced without yeah. saying I don't. I ain't the best looking I got dude, you, man. I got you, bro. hey man. You a good looking guy. You're I just handsome. think about like remember I told you one time, bro, about the <laughs> movies where it's like we'd be watching people on movies and you get so involved with yeah. the character to where it's like you may hate a character for what they're doing, just the character, just the character. But sometimes you get so invested. It's yes. been times like an artista could tell you, I'll see an actor that may make me mad, yeah. and I hate these motherfuckers, mm-hmm. and I'm like this fat piece of trash, and right. in my mind I'm like. This person is fat in real yeah, life. Yes. So like I have in to real life. and Artiz used to always be like, you need to chill out. Like <laughs> you're talking about this person's physical character uh-huh. now. But that's what happens with us. You like, get as so soon invested, as, I, as soon bro. as I get I don't care. It doesn't really matter who you are either. No. Because if you could be the baddest chick, the most handsomest man, yeah. as soon as you do some shit I don't like, I'm gonna find something to talk about. Find something, bro. Like little Tariq on 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 the uh power. That joke. little ninja turtle. I fuck. hated that motherfucker. Yeah, dog. I mean he always had the freshest haircuts, but yeah. I find something wrong you with look his at his face. And even everything. in his face, you just look at him and you be like, I did hate that nigga. Like this I wanted that nigga to die. Me bro. too. Like when Rena suffered. What was that? What was his Rena, daughter. When Rena yeah, died, man. Yo. I was upset. We got to show me at this time. Drinking his man. MC Kevin, man. This nigga jumped mm, mm, off mm, the. Mm. Jumped to his fucking death. Unintentionally. Uh, three weeks into his marriage, he was getting caught cheating. Mm. And instead of owning up, the nigga jumped out the window. This is my thing. Have you ever had to have an honest moment? Oh, yeah. Courageous conversations. Like, where just shit is. That's the name of the podcast. Courageous conversations. Courageous conversations. Why is it so hard for us to just fess up to the shit? This nigga was caught already. Yes. You gonna try and scale a building to get down five stories and to your death? And then do what? When Even if you make it. Run. Nigga, you was in there. How, he, that's why I came. And he had to be naked. Yeah. Ooh. So did he jump out this bitch? I didn't read all the details. Right. I didn't want to get into it. It's tough. Man. But this is the point where I'm gonna be honest. If I'm, if I'm caught cheating, damn. Let's just have a conversation. Yeah. Everything it's starts time. and ends with a conversation. If I'm cheating on you, it's a reason. Yeah. Let's get into it. We should have been got into it. Who, but, who, but now don't tap at the brown say stuff like let's get into it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to Tap at the Brown. She's on the shot this season. She started out as that's just a regular nice. person on Instagram, built her way up with cause that's your business or cause that's my business. Mm-hmm. And doing she was consistent. Yes. She is not being funny, she's like Martha Stewart to me on crack. <laughs> like or the black Martha Stewart. Meaning not like on crack, like on crack, but like mm-hmm. meaning she's that good at capturing you and bringing you into what it is she's doing mm-hmm. and because she's so wholesome 
She's really wholesome. It's like she's well, whole. She, she appears that way. Yeah, she appears that yeah. way. And not being funny. And we many, believe her. How many wholesome black women since Claire Huxtable have you seen on TV that you look at and you're like, she's wholesome. Ooh, Claire wholesome. Huxtable, she was definitely wholesome. That's what I'm saying. That's the closest thing I've seen to her. But she had a little. She had a little. Oh, yeah. She yeah, had a little. Boy. Nigga, I'm from somewhere yeah, in New don't York. Don't play with me. Yeah. Don't play with me. I every, like that. Every astute black woman or black man has that somewhere. Mm, no I, question. Well, I, well, no. I don't know. Not everyone? No, nah, man. Some of these niggas yeah, is you not right. niggas. No, you ain't, you ain't We've had that conversation this before. Nah, I want black people, black people. We're gonna take a quick break. Quick break. You are now listening to the reality is. The reality is. They call me Babyface in '88. I'm 40th and Broadway, they made me stay in Wayne. We call flags. Listen, we call them green flags, bro. So we got the red flag. <laughs> we got the, he wants to say the green flag. We were talking about it this morning, I, you know, kind of in our little meeting before the show. Yeah. But I said the opposing flag. And I said the green flag. And you were saying, what are the traits that draw you to a woman as opposed to the traits that make you leave a woman, those red flags? Right. And we called it an opposing flag. But mm-hmm. I thought that was an interesting um topic or a conversation yeah. but how did you come up with it fam well because i was i was thinking about it and and you know we always seem to have a conversation about relationships not just us but when yeah. people talk the about the whole it. goddamn world yeah and they but they talk and i think it's really an important relationship because every time i hear about something relationship wise i learn something new about myself about things you know perspectives are important yeah but we hardly hear about those green flags you know what i'm saying we always hear yeah. about red flags things to look out for this ain't good that ain't good we always complaining right so so i think that it's important for us to do something different and talk about opposing flags slash green flags things that attract you to the one yeah now and it's our perspective yeah you know what i mean and of course if we had the ladies here they could talk about those things in men but but i wanted to talk to you this is like guy talk like yeah. yo, so what do you when you see a woman and she does x y and z you know, how does that get your attention? Like, and what is that thing? It's no particular thing for me. I, really? you know, it's, it's very difficult. It's no different than when Casey was like, what type of woman do you like? Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know. If you look at my history of the women I've dated, they're different. Uh-huh. Whether it be race, whether it be size, whether it be the field of work they work in. Yeah. So for me, it's energy, bro. Energy. Which is why I was saying, you know, about me trying to tap into like meditating and yeah. understanding my chakras, mm-hmm. my chakras or whatever to yeah. better understand why I'm a- attracted to the energy of these types of people. Right. Now, one thing I'll give myself, it has to be energy, but I'm also, I'm always attracted to like something wholesome about a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What does that mean? I think because I'm country, bro, like that whole, like people who have uh, fucking manners. Oh, okay, People manners. who have manners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who have morals, right. but people who also are non-traditional because mm-hmm. I think that's what I am. I have morals because of religion. Yeah. But I'm non-traditional okay. because of religion. You know what I'm saying? Oh, tra- Religion made you non-traditional. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. So it's, it's it's just fine. So for me, it's just really an energy about how a person carries themselves. When I look at these women on social media, for me, first of all, I say it all the time. If you're showing me your body and I can see these things without having to finesse you, mm-hmm. why would I want to see something that you're showing everybody else? Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean I don't respect women and their bodies and saying, you can do whatever the fuck you, this is the exactly. age where do, everything yeah, do is right anyway. Do. Do so what do whatever the do. fuck you want to do. Right. But that shit ain't going to work for me. Yeah. Because society, yeah, society may be like, yo, when it's a woman's body, they can do whatever they want. They can. They can. Here in Texas and, and, you know, Greg Abbott or whatever the nigga wheelchair Jimmy, (laughs) they feel different. (laughs) If you've heard about the laws that pass where you can go, you can be criminalized, right? 
if you have an abortion mm. after six weeks or, or attempt yeah, to. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's another story. But I, I, for me, it's just energies, bro. It's what draws me to it's the energy. Well, I, I, I'm a little bit more specific when it comes to this. And I think that for, you know, men. I, I am having, too. Yeah, I was having this conversation with a, with a woman the other day. And, um, and we were just talking about how the relationship, especially with yeah. black men, how a lot of times a relationship with their mothers really impact their relationships. It definitely does. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So for me, now, now this is the thing. Don't get it twisted. I don't want a chick that's a mother figure. No. But at the same time, I do want a chick who pays attention to things like when daddy need a massage yeah. or when, when daddy needs something to eat or Nurturing. whatever. And it's very reciprocal. Like, I'm not yeah. just sitting there like, serve me, me, make me something yeah. to eat. No, because yeah. I'm going to give it back to you. But but it's not like, you know, sitting in the, you know, having a long day at work or whatever, coming home. Oh, baby, let me get you a massage. Let me run you a bath. Let me give you a I'm facial or some shit like that. Somebody thing, who's caring. The things that women want, mm-hmm. men want to. Yes. That was a topic I was going to add on here. Okay. But I didn't. But that works. Proceed. Yeah. No, but I'm saying like things like that. And that's just like one example. Another example is, you know, how this woman carries herself in public. Yes. Like that's important to me. Yes. You know, I think we had a conversation one time. I don't know if you were here. Yeah, you were here. But I was talking about like how a woman dresses and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, like again, listen, you a grown woman, the woman I'm going to be dealing with. Yeah. You grown. You yeah. wear what you want to wear. But it's something about a woman who says, you know what, let me let me take into consideration how this motherfucker might feel about how I dress. And you know, a I don't woman who to. pays attention to the things that you like about mm-hmm. a woman. Yeah. This is so perfect, Artesian. Penny Dreadful. I was talking uh, about a scene where Dr. Frankenstein had rebuilt this woman. Her name was Lily. Mm-hmm. And he had rebuilt her, brought her back to life. But she didn't know what her purpose was. Mm. She knew that Why she was a woman. Here? But she didn't know what her purpose was. So he was telling her what women were to them back in like 1832 in Mm -hmm, London. You know, this is what women do. He had her in a corset. She had on heels. And she's like, do I have to wear this corset if I don't want to wear this corset? Mm -hmm. And he was like, no. She's like, but do you like it? And he was like, yes, I like it. She's like, what about these heels? They're, you know, they're basically uncomfortable. And she was like, well, men like women in heels and corsets. Mm -hmm. And he was like, she was like, well, what if women didn't listen to what men wanted or did what men wanted? He was like, they would take over the world. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So she was like, well, I don't like the corset. I don't want to wear it. And he was like, you don't have to wear it. She was like, but I'll keep the heels because you like them. Right. Compromise. compromise. Yes. That's the thing I told Arteza. Yes. And that's what we're missing. Middle ground. Yes. Yeah. We need more of that. And, and, and again, it's the other way around, too. I'm not just going to sit here and say, I want this, 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 this in a woman. Yeah. We're going to have a conversation about, about you know, what yes. are this type of things? And some of that shit. And we talked about, it, I think, on the phone. Yeah. A lot of that, like at this point in the game, like I'm the type of person when I'm in a relationship dealing with a female, mm-hmm. I'm going to get answers to questions I don't have to ask. Bro, you got to get them. I'm, I'm observing you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And yes. women do that shit. They do it better than we do. I'm testing I don't think enough you men do that shit. I do. I'm yes. testing you when it's you important. don't know you're being it's tested. A, it's important. If I'm asking you for something, <laughs> if I tell you something and you don't remember it, you mm. know what I'm saying? It's nothing like a woman coming. Like if you say, hey, let's go to dinner and you go on a date. And you didn't see her before she gets there. She meets you at the restaurant or you go pick her up. But when she walks out, she has her hair the way you know you like it. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a color that you, you know, that you've complimented her on before. Right. And she's exuding those things because she knows you like them. Right. 
and you compliment her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like it's things like that that don't really happen. Some people, I mean, it's cool. To, like you, are, you your own man. You your own woman. Dress how you want to dress. Of course. But it's okay to do things that your man or your woman wants to. I hope y'all paying attention. We giving like, y'all some game right now, like young this fellas. Shit going, this shit, like people are so individualized and want to do what they want to do to where it's like. The reason shit ain't working is because we're so about us right. and individuality that we don't even know how to come together with somebody. But the, yeah. I'm guilty of that, nigga. No, we you know how hard it is to live with somebody? Now I've never lived with somebody. Right. You can do it, though. Yeah, but it's tough. <laughs> if the situation. I'm, gu- I'm, I'm in that situation of yeah. like, yeah. Mm, it's different. But, but I think that given what you just said, they think that they're, well, I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. But yeah. really, that's a societal pressure. Yeah. Society's telling you as a woman, you ain't got to listen to what he said. You ain't got to do this independent yeah. woman type of shit. So you ain't even really in your own mind about this yeah. shit. You just following the the codes that society's giving you. You know another green, you know a green flag for me? Mm. Slutty conversation. Yeah, openly. Oh, oh openly come, slutty. Come on, bitch. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Slutty? Slutty. Ain't nothing like a girl <laughs> telling you something they want and they know it's nasty right. and they tell you, you like, it's okay for us to talk about this. Yeah, we can openly discuss I this. I can say this. I love women who are, that's a green flag. <laughs> openly being able to discuss your yeah. sexual desires and the shit that a nigga can't do to you in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Meaning like, don't come in here half stepping right. and acting like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Calling yeah. out the shit. I like women who have backbones and they can call their shit out. And it's a, lot, a turn on them. And a lot of times it, it it happens a lot more with older women. Yeah. So young girls, pay attention. You also know how powerful <laughs> it is. You know how powerful it is to date a woman who may have kids and she takes care of kids and she takes care of home, but then she still is humble enough to take care of you. But that's what I'm talking about. She ain't like, I got a car, I yeah, got money, I right. got I don't need no nigga. But a woman who's it's like a motherfucker woman that's fine. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing better than a woman who's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then you start talking to him and you like, she ain't stuck up. She ain't acting like I got a chance. Right. Yo, bro. That's beautiful. Those are green flags. And that's that's a green flag for me, too. Humble thine self. Yes, because, and we learned that, I think, and see, again, we got to be careful of the shit that gets, especially for men, bro. the shit that gets dumped into our minds, right? Same. So at a young age, you know, I was always told that the baddest bitches are the stuck up bitches. You know what I'm saying? So then when I meet somebody who's not, I'm like, yo, I'm caught by surprise. Yeah. I kind of like you. Like, you're stu- you're, you're beautiful. Yeah. And I was told that beautiful women are stuck up, but you openly having conversations yeah. and being nice and shit like that. I'm like, okay, we could deal with this. It's a new ain't, narrative. Ain't nothing better than a beautiful girl who hate other beautiful girls because of they down in other people who mm. may not be as beautiful as them. Exactly. Bitch, you yeah. are a cheerleader. That's right. That's right. Pump like these girls up. Pump them up. Fix their crowns. Man, Queens. But can, but can a man fix a man's <laughs> crown the way women fix women's crowns? Well, I kind of did when you was just talking about how you're not as the best looking guy. Like, no, man, you need yeah, to give yourself you, some flowers, You did bro. sturdy my crown. Yeah, man. But I wasn't feeling like whatever, man. No, 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 you weren't. But but that's kind of yeah. the language yeah. that you got to pay attention to. I, I do want to talk about niggas who need to learn how to stay in pocket, man. When somebody yeah, puts man. you in the friend zone, <laughs> nigga, in stay in the friend zone. But you know what? I, I agree with you 100%. But like everything else, the women have a responsibility too to make sure that you don't give this motherfucker any type of indication yeah. that it's going to be more than it is. But because we know that give, women do shit like yeah, that. Yeah, sometimes. You know what I mean? They get, they listen, people. shaking be, her head like, nah. No, nah, I'm nah. saying like, <laughs> you know that women get, I'm not talking about specific situations, but sometimes people are vulnerable and they might be in a situation where this friend, they might want him to behave like a boyfriend for a little bit. Hey, yo. because they need some attention. Hey, it is a lot of women out there. You said a word. 
<laughs> I wish I, I wish I had a nigga in the corner with a a a, 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 a piano at church where he could be like like put some music like because what I feel right now is like there are a lot of women who do expect boyfriend like things from male friends. Yeah, I've been and in that situation several times. Yes, that's a tough situation it's to be tough. in. It's tough for the person who doesn't want that kind of relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's tough. But I wanted to speak specifically to the men because yes, I've had no, a lot no of women. Question. I've even had women hit me up on the DMs mm-hmm. on the reality is yeah. and shit. And they talk about it. It's coming up quite often about yeah. women just wanting to be friends with niggas and niggas just being mad aggressive. Nah, man, that's you like, know what we seen staring them down at yeah. the gym, approaching them at the gym while they oh, working yeah. out. But keep calling, wanting to show up when they ain't known a person a week or two. Yeah, but it's not even just that, but bro, like, you know, you see these videos of these women coming out of stores and dudes being like mad aggressive towards yeah. them. I'm like, what part of the game is that? It's these brothers even. wasn't taught, though. That's the problem. These young or boys ain't taught, taught how to. You think so? Man, you it's don't a carry lot of yourself. Nigga. If you got that knowledge, you don't carry yourself. Or that way. meaning like they were taught. Maybe they the way they were taught was to be by that seeing way. that got shit. You. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? So yeah, vicariously they were taught. And, yeah. and we've talked about that before. Yeah, all the you know the the different type of messages we get as young boys. Yeah. on how to deal with women. It's not all. It's been very toxic for yeah. me I, on every level. I'm talking about junior high, high school, college, and then even when I got out of college, this, the message was the same. I think we talked about it when we did the live. Have you a main chick? And have some other fucks on the side. You got to do something. That's what they tell. The same message. At some point when you consistently reach out to a woman or try to get her to see what you like. If a woman is like, I don't want to date you. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think it gets any clearer than that. Right. And then if you continue to come, it's like, at what point is it harassment? It's pretty early on. I mean, that's what I'm (laughs) saying. I mean, because if it's said anything after that, if you're not friends, it's harassment. Yeah. And you got to stop that shit. But that's even tough, too, though. Like, if you have to have as a woman, I'm just thinking about as a man, if I have to have that conversation with a woman that says, listen, um, because if we're having a conversation, that means I'm feeling some some energy that may be a little bit over the line. Yeah. So if we're having a conversation, that's one. So even after we have the conversation, are we even able to? maintain a friendship after that because nah, you've already bro. put me in an uncomfortable space Nah, that's like i mean i can't say it's like being married and divorcing somebody and you ain't cool with them no more but i think if you tell somebody i don't want to so prime example mm. this girl hit me up on instagram and she shot a shot in the dms it was cute i had to give her props yeah that's like cute. she hit me up she like she she liked the picture it was and she put fire what do he say i missed something no 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 i just that's cute oh okay i was like what's going on oh but she shot her, her Mike. Yeah, but she shot her shot in the mm-hmm. DM, bro. And, you know, she she sent fire on these pictures. And I was like, thanks. Hey. And then when I said thanks, she was like, you doing all right today? I was like, yeah, I'm doing all right. And she was like, are you single? And she just sent like this uh, gif of this white dude with shades on shooting this shot in the <laughs> basketball hoop. And he turned around and he was like. Right. And I was like, I got to give that's it to cute. you. I said, that's just that's cute. cute. Yeah. I was like, that's cute. I, I, mm-hmm. I see your approach is different. Yeah. I was like, I don't really do like the social media thing. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah, in the DMs yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But I got to know her a little bit from the conversation. Mm-hmm. and Which is cool. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. But when she asked for my number, she was like, hey, I got something I want you to fill out. And she sent this screenshot. Fill out. <laughs> you know, you fill out your number in somebody's phone. Okay. She said, I got oh, something okay. for you to fill out. She said, a screenshot. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> So she was creative. Yeah, I like that. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I like that. I, she said a screen, We're going to like that shit, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She sent a screenshot of, like, me, my name, my phone. <laughs> I was like, 
was that like, is hilarious. I was sitting up looking at my phone, laughing in the house. I'm telling her teeth. She told some, yeah, it's cute or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's cute or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but shit, look, shit, look, women give dudes play when they come like that. Too. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. When she yeah. did that shit, like I'm, I'm not gonna lie. For a minute, I looked at my phone and I was like, <laughs> you almost filled that shit out. Because I was like, if I entertain this shit, like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, yeah. I'm, I'm dangerous when I start entertaining. I right. don't entertain much because if, especially you if you well. talk in my language, if you start talking that sex talk, I, I'm in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even if it's just for the conversation, yeah, I, like I always say, I'm in yeah, there. Like, booty there. what's your duty there? You know what I'm saying? It's there. So I, I like, but I told her, I said, hey, I ain't looking for nothing. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. I was like, I'm a non-traditional guy. Right. She's like, what does that mean? I was like, uh, I now you trying to get information? Yeah, I was like, I just kind of move different and I move how I move. And she's like, well, if you ever want to have some fun, here go my number. Hit oh, me up. Have some fun. I was like, bet local. Yeah. But I was like, uh, you know, I was like, I don't really do the online thing. But I had to give her her props, man. I don't know where I was coming from with this story. But no, but I think that I think that when it comes to just being dating and on on the scene and just knowing women, they appreciate things like that, too. Like, don't just come with the traditional. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what that conversation looks like, you know, for the DMs. I know the women, they get all kind of bullshit DMs. I know they. I do. know it's entertaining. I tell her to you all the time. You can have a whole podcast off your half the time. <laughs> yeah, when just I come read your DMs. Half the time you I should do that shit. To, half the time I come in here talking about the, that may be a segment for the new I'm season. I'm telling you. You and Casey ought to give us some DM shit that Yo, these niggas are saying to you. That would be fire, it, bro. Write it down. Look at my story I just told. Wasn't that entertaining? Write, Are y'all yes. not entertained? Write it down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Are shit. you not entertained? Yeah. That's just funny. Yeah. Yo, that's, but, but you know, they got content for days. But I like people that. who shoot their shot. This made me think of a shout out to uh, HBO's Penny Dreadful. Vanessa Ive said this. She said, if you want to do a thing, do a thing. Mm-hmm. Because, because it is your desire, not my allowance. Mm-hmm. You must risk rejection. No doubt. Hard to do. Th- hard to do. Yeah. But it's like women can't respect you if you do. Like, if you want to holler at a girl, holler at a girl. But if the motherfucker tell you no, thanks, Miss Lady. I mm-hmm. appreciate your time. Walk the fuck off. Hey, guys, you see what I just did? I walked off. I walked off. No, but wait a minute. Hold on. Come L- on, Let bro. me ask you a question. Just, I'm just curious. Have you, ever, have you ever been in that situation where you hollered at a chick mm-hmm. and then she was like, nah, I'm not interested. Yeah, and she but, was interested. And she though. was interested. Yeah. Have you ever but done you that? But you feel, again... Green light, <laughs> green flag, green flag. The energy, the energy, yeah. the energy like, will tell you yeah, she's feeling you. Yeah, I've heard girl. No, I'm even. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, okay. I made some mistakes <laughs> every time I slept with a married woman. Where the fuck you think that came from? <laughs> no. Here we go with that. Bullshit yeah, you know what I'm just saying. It started with a no, right? And then it was like, no, <laughs> I'm married. And they hooked you know. Man. Then it's like, I mean, because that's what they were supposed to say. Yeah, like I had a homeboy, bro. He always used to say he was like, when women ask me am i married he'd be like i'm happily married mm-hmm. he's like even when this shit is trash mm-hmm. i say i'm happily married right. because if i don't say it mm-hmm. i'm opening the door at that yeah, point for something yeah. he was so i remember asking him like it was months later i was like hey bro how the wife doing everything going good he's like man still happily married <laughs> i was like is that good or bad I know. Like, that's the that only mean? thing i don't know if it's good or bad that's like the motherfuckers at the job when you say, "How you doing, man?" I'm, I'm doing living, fine. I'm and living they, the dream. Yeah, but and you I'm hate inside, that bitch. Like, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that shit. <laughs> like man. motherfucking you. Like, but, hey, come on, man. That rolls us into the next topic so well, bro. We talked about asking about money. Mm-hmm. The ego as an adult mm-hmm. can yes. be a detriment to you, bro. This is true. We don't talk about how damaged we are. You know how many times I've called RTs over the years and been like, "Yo," and I sometimes done cried on the phone, like, "Yo, life is getting me." Yeah. This shit's it's hitting getting me. Tough. It's getting tough. You remember when Martin was getting his ass by <laughs> whooped by Tommy the Hitman Hearns, <laughs> yeah. and he had him on the ropes, hitting him all in the ass, and he was in the life be hitting yeah, the nigga. Yeah, it's like that, and it's like that, it's fam. Like, it's, but it's and it's hard to 
as men, I think. I think women, see, women, they just understand this human shit better yeah. than we do. And if you pay attention to women, you learn how to do this. Like, you learn understand the vulnerability is actually a strength. Yeah. But for, you know, we're not. Say we're that again. Not, Say that last part again. Your vulnerability is your strength. Yes. But we're not taught that. You know what I mean? And a lot of times we, we realize these things from older mentors and things like that when we get in our 30s or 40s. Yeah. Which is never too late to learn. No, at But all. we just don't get taught that at an early age to where we operate with that mindset. And I can tell you, yo, Anthony. I'm having a bad fucking day or yeah. I'm having some money problems or whatever. And just be openly about this. Bro, it's, you know how many times I've needed money and my ego was like, everybody think you're okay. You got to, you got to continue yeah. to appear okay. Appear, appearances. Keep up appearances. You have to continue yeah. to appear okay. But you know when the best time to ask for money is? When you need it. When you need it. Not, <laughs> exactly. when, you're not, not when you're desperately need <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're you like a it. month like, behind. Like, you need to, like when you foresee that shit happening, yeah. you need to be like, yo, I'm a little light. I'm probably going to need something on next week, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. But also, the thing about borrowing money from people or even asking from it, because I'm going to tell you how I am. Mm. I don't care what amount I ask you for. I always ask to borrow. Right. And then I try to pay you back within 48 hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a real borrow. That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I try to get it back to you. But I also do that because I've never been given an opportunity to just have mm-hmm. like we didn't grow up with a lot of money. Right. So if you got something from somebody else, you gave it back. Yes. But anytime I lend out money, I always tell the people like I had a homeboy hit me up. A guy I used to be cool with and he was short on rent one time. Mm-hmm. He's like, I need 500. I'll send it to you. He asked me for 200. I said, where you who paying rent? Like he had a room. Right, right. But I was like, you 200. You asking multiple people. Yeah. yeah so exactly. I said, just ask me for the amount that you need. Right. And I was in a place where I was like, I could give it to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he tried to pay me. Back. I said, bro, if you don't have it now, next week, you're going to be giving me what you didn't have and be right. back to this situation. Oh, you're going to be borrowing from somebody else. Just to pay me. Back. And I know that because mm-hmm. I've been that guy. Right, right. Right. So it's like, bro, like asking for money, man. Like, what does it take to ask somebody for money for you? For me? Yeah. In the times that you've had to ask or been in a situation without, like, have you ever have you ever asked anybody for I money? Haven't. Okay. It's not a friend, not a brother, nah. nothing. Uh-uh. That's good, man. I haven't had I mean, those but not luxuries. not because I didn't not because I didn't need it though. Yeah, that's you just didn't do it. I just didn't do but it. But see that but that's a good view to have. Mm. But have you ever sat there and you needed to ask somebody, but your pride just wouldn't let you? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah that used to be me, honestly, yeah. bro. And I was always like that until I started dating her. Mm. When I dated her. She showed like, you the way. No, she just basically <laughs> let me know it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she's the type. Like, I told you, bro, when I first when I first met her, her and her ex-husband was cool. And she's told the story on the podcast. Mm-hmm. When I, we talked about something, I was like, you ain't got, he ain't on child support? She was like, yeah. I trust him. Uh-huh. And we've had a relationship and we built something to where I'm not putting a black man on papers. I like that. And they have their own situation of what they do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she with with it, she lives her life a certain way to where I was like, okay, it showed me how to give myself some grace. Yes. The way she dealt with other people, and I, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you so learn. She, yeah. yeah. And she would always tell me, "You don't have to pay me back," but because she was a woman, I would pay her back. Yeah. The reason I'm not scared to talk about borrowing money or asking for it is because everybody's blessing and situations are different. Right. And it's too many people who need things, not even just money. They need an ear. That's what I'm saying. Like we talked yeah, about earlier. Like, how money. do you even reach out and tell somebody right. I'm having I'm a having shitty a day. bad day? Like, if I text yeah. you and say, Frank. I'm having a bad, like if you ask me or if I ask you, Frank, are you, how's you, how are you doing? And you say, I'm having a good day. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we need to ask friends. If we're connected, we need to be saying, are you sure? Yeah. Everything, yeah. Are you, I'm not asking just yeah. to be asking you this yeah. for routine. I'm asking. But so. a, and a lot of times I think that 
I think we have the responsibility with our close friends when they respond that way. Because I'm like that with regular people like yeah. at work. I'd be like, yo, what's up? How you doing? And then what they say is, uh, they don't even say I'm good. They don't really answer. They say, yeah. I was like, hey, how you doing? And they say, hey, how you doing? I'm like, yo, you didn't answer my question. You didn't answer. I they asked you how deflected. you doing. Deflected. You know why? Because most people don't give a fuck how you're doing. They just want to speak like because they were taught to speak and then yeah. keep it moving they don't want to sit there and listen to what you got to say but how so, do we change know, that we just got to start doing it because i look at this we've been talking about it like like i said all these shows i've been watching man like the world wasn't built to be like this no nah, it's it not, wasn't not built for taxation no, and capitalism no. and all of this other shit no. like it literally was like we supposed to be out here butt naked mm-hmm. eating fruit dancing around exactly you know what i'm saying you know what you cutting your arm off growing that shit back like an amphibian listen man that's interesting you said we have motherfucking mutants out there yeah we supposed to be (laughs) like we supposed to be like dracula in there Uh, but but the thing is and this is definitely not something that we had on the topics but the importance of i guess affecting that perspective is travel Yes. And having friends that are not from this country. Yeah. It's a totally different perspective because I think that if you don't travel outside of the U.S. and you don't have friends or family that are from a different place. Yeah. You can kind of get caught up and think that this is the way this is life. Yeah. But it's totally different when you go to other places. Yeah. But you know let's I mean? talk. Let's let. But I want to go deep in this asking for money and this this adult pride. Mm-hmm. Bro, a lot of us are struggling. Yeah. Yeah. Not just financially. Right. Not just financially. Like, how do we get to that point, man? Especially for men, bro. Like, so yeah. much is on your plate. Mm-hmm. You're seen a certain way. You don't feel like you can be vulnerable. Yeah. Even though the ability to do so is strength. Right. You have to, you have to be able to check on your friends. Like, I think we're back in the day. Shout out to Dia and the Quad Podcast. We had this. Yeah. Uh, we had a show. We had a mental health professional come through. And I think. The um the title of the show was check on your strong friends. Yeah. Because those I remember friends, that episode. Yeah. So those friends that are constantly presenting and you have to be an aware, observant person. Right. Yeah. So those friends that are always strong and, you know, the, the ear for everybody and the backbone for everybody, you got to check on them. Yeah. Because they're never going to say, hey, Anthony, I'm having a bad fucking day. Yeah. But you got to check on. Them. Well, I feel I feel like I'm that person. Mm-hmm. Like if Artiz is on the mic, she'd be able to tell you. Mm. Like I tell her all the time, I'm like, don't nobody really check on me mm. because people yeah. oftentimes see me and be like, he right. always cracking. He jokes. got it together. Yeah, he always cracking yeah. jokes. He all, but I think it's so important. You you, what, <laughs> I was watching a was it Lady Gaga who just did that little sixty minute thing where she was talking about like how she was depressed and how mm-hmm. she still battles with depression. And yeah. she was like, um, she wouldn't complain at certain points because she was like, I'm rich. I could do whatever I want to do. Right. But she was like, money does not make you happy. No, yeah, and you in that moment I said, well, let me be the decider of that because I've been yeah, depressed give me and some been money. broke. So let me try this other shoe on, bitch. Yeah, Let's yeah, trade. Yeah, yeah. But if what I took from that was, if <laughs> she is talking about depression and her moods, what do you think of everyday American who is struggling to get gas when gas so goes up. Exactly. When gas goes up, the price of everything goes up. Everything. That's it's, it's, it's economic harmony. Right. Gas go up, milk go up, chips mm-hmm. go up, everything goes everything up. Everything goes up. So if she's dealing with that, how the fuck come we not checking on our people, man? Yeah, but the, that's the other problem, though, is, again, this narrative the, that the, the societal constructs, you know, shape for us. If you got money and you rich... What the fuck you complaining about? What are you complaining about? But that's that's not the truth. Because motherfucker with all the money in the world still be depressed as shit. That's the meat. Then that's one of the media narratives we were talking about when they were talking about like LeBron and mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook. Like it's been an influx of white men right. acting out in these crowds in the NBA game. Yeah. Like you know Russell Westbrook, he hurt himself the other night. He was walking out. The white dude dumped his food, popcorn, you know, down shit. the yeah. tunnel onto mm-hmm. him, and onto Russell him. Westbrook was trying to get back up to him. Right with Trey Young. The white dude spit on, like spit literally on spit. Literally. And like these mother, like Russell Westbrook said, 
a lot of the, they won't say it, but I'll say it the way in his context. Mm-hmm. White men do a lot of shit. White people do a lot of shit right. in the confines of safety mm-hmm. in arenas, yes. over the internet. Yeah, they know security. All of that, let you all that to tongue them. talk. Mm-hmm. And like Russell Westbrook said, don't do shit that you wouldn't walk. He wouldn't. He was like he wouldn't walk up to me on the street and pour popcorn nah, on my wouldn't. head because he know what would happen. Exactly. And it's like, what is what is it that make y'all motherfuckers feel like y'all have the audacity or the carcassity to do this shit? <laughs> Man, and you know the problem is, especially if we're talking about sports, is this whole structure, man. You know, it's just this whole structure. It's really, it's it's very similar to the slave master slave kind of situation. These brothers is making millions of dollars. These white folks is owning the teams. These mostly, you know, because I look at the people in the, you know, especially in that front row. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Them motherfuckers is paying bank. Oh, bro. You know? And if you like got twenty thousand, yeah, say if you got some some brothers and you got them scattered, but yeah. most of them is some women and some white folks yeah. up in there. And they feel like, motherfucker, entertain me. And I'm paying $20,000 and helping to pay your salary. So, nigga, you just take whatever disrespect I, I give. Because you. Yeah. you're supposed to, you here for me. Yeah, you my entertainer. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. you here for me. Nah, bro, I think That's that shit bullshit. is getting out of pocket. But I do. It's I, really getting out of pocket. I, it's getting out of pocket. I was trying to find something that we were talking about. I wanted to talk about Tim Tebow. Yeah. I know we throwing white a little sports in here shit. since yeah. we don't have the women on today. Mm-hmm. Tim Tebow, this shit is definitely white privilege. They, this There's is the no thing doubt. I like. Ryan Clark and what's the other game? Bart Scott. Mm-hmm. They've been saying that shit every morning. Yeah. They've been putting it out, talking about the privilege, mm-hmm. talking about uh, how Colin Kaepernick still hadn't got an opportunity. Right. Like talking about all the reasons why away. he's now the nigga is built like a beast. Right. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like this is nepotism. Oh, no question. You know what I'm saying? Because he coached them in college. And he's bringing and them in. Kept an, they've kept a good relationship. Yes. And he's got an opportunity. Now, see, okay, so let's just have a conversation. I want you to I want you to talk more about white privilege, but I want to have a conversation. Shit, I don't have that shit. I want to have a conversation. um, Right. I want to have a conversation that's beyond that. Like, I want to have a conversation because really it's about relationships as well. You know, I think it's white privilege, but I think it's also relationships because you can look at and even though it's a little bit different, but you can look at like Antonio Brown, all the problems he didn't have. Yeah. The only reason why he was on the Bucks was because Tom Brady wanted his ass on the Bucks. The relationship that they had. Yeah. And then motherfucker got a championship. And now he's in line for a $7 million contract yeah. because of his relationship with Brady. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now you're, but I mean, but most of the time we're talking about white folks using that kind of relationship and brothers don't necessarily get that same opportunity. I say all the time, I really do think if I was white, I'd be rich already. <laughs> you're already rich. Man. I've had some major, well, you know, financially. I understand. But I've had some ideas. I've done some things like, and I've seen people do, like, we talk about this amongst friends and family all the time where it's like, if I was, if I had this, mm-hmm. I know I would be here. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but it's kind of like a wall that we know is there. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why I think with me, for sure, I'm like, I'm always trying to better myself to be like, all right, make sure no door is closed to me. Yeah. But like this nepotism thing, black people don't really get a lot of nepotism because exactly. we ain't got shit to be trying to hook well, nobody up. We, with. we ain't got a lot of folks in them positions. In them positions. And when they in there, they chilling. Yeah. Makes oh, yeah. It. Talk Most about definitely. Obama, man. That Obama shit. Yeah. Yeah. Where you were talking about how people wanted Obama to like do more for mm-hmm. blacks in office. And I think yeah. he recently came out this week mm-hmm. where he was talking about he couldn't say certain things right. because of things that was in place. Yeah, he institutional could just, restrictions. Yeah, yeah he just couldn't come in and, yeah. and, and be up here like, yeah, let's do this for the black man. Let's do that for. Now, like I tell people all the time, although that's what white people do. <laughs> that's exactly what. Because even do. when they passed this Open bill here it. in Texas for, you know, for the abortion, I was like, when they took the picture, one not one minority in the picture. Mm-hmm. So it's like you got white folks at the Capitol making all the decisions for all these minorities in the state of Texas. Yeah, man. If you get raped, <laughs> then what? Then like what? if you got raped and you don't know that you're pregnant by the person who fucking raped you, what are you supposed to do then? 
And they make it illegal. They criminalizing it. They got some stipulations in there. Mm, they Is better there an have to. in there to. anywhere? They got to be. It's not. That's bananas. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. And, 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 and there's a whole nother level of it because, again, I think for the most part you have men, right, making yeah. these decisions for a woman's body. Yeah. But yeah. well, let's not get off the Tebow shit. Because another problem that I have with that situation is that um myself in the face yeah. with the microphone. <laughs> yeah, you ain't been here in a while. I know, nigga, I'm getting <laughs> even though even though if we just remove race from it, right? Yeah. If we just look at it from a football standpoint, you know how many tight ends or just football players that's waiting for love? a position. Yeah, they have been working for that position. And they ain't getting no And calls. they ain't getting it. He getting it because he played for Urban Meyer and he been playing baseball and been trying to become a football player and he's a football player. I the give nigga, Tim Tebow uh, credit. Honest, bro, he's a football player. The reason Tim Tebow uh, the reason Tim Tebow gets all this attention he's white he's, he's God fearing publicly through, hey, and Matthew he's, 316 and, and he's handsome. He is a handsome he's guy. He's a handsome guy. You can't and he take, says all the right he things. He says all the right things. All the right things. He says all the even if a and motherfucker that's why people hate him too, if, though. if a retarded person walked through her trip bumped their head on the wall Everybody in here may hold in a like he may laugh on his end. Right. Like, he's got he'll like, pick him he up. He laughing on the inside, but he gonna pick, he gonna pick Tim him Tebow up. will pick you Tim, up. Tim Tebow is a wholesome white boy. He will pick you up. He's wholesome. But I'm gonna tell you like this. Like <laughs> I said four or five years ago when we was doing a podcast, all that Jesus shit, that nigga was not a virgin all these years. He was out there. All these Tim Tebow looks Tebow looks too good. <laughs> these white bitches is Bro. They Letting that nigga walk around. Let me say this. Let me say this to the camera. He done had his ass ate or something. If his if he <laughs> fuck, he done the white bitches done did something to Tim Tebow. Listen, God if, damn it. If, but this is a, this is a white privilege though. If Tim Tebow came out with a sex tape or a tape where he was talking some bullshit, yeah, they love him even more. Yeah, they love him. He's all he's a normal person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's a fucking win win. Jesus. He ain't Jesus. Just a win win either way for hey, him. Hey man, that's white privilege though. Exactly. That's why I say it's almost like you could do no wrong. <laughs> It was something else I was going to fucking say thing, about you. T- the good thing about that is that uh, all your connections and stuff might get you the opportunity, but yeah. you still got to go out there and play. He does. No, no question. get smashed. But this is the thing. I don't know. Yeah, Tim Tebow going to be all right. If, no, he not. No, he going to be all right. He not. You talking about in the league? Well, I mean. I don't think he going to make the roster, bro. He might not. He might. But I he mean, got the opportunity, though. But, you know, Tim yeah. Tebow is a football player, man. This is... You can ask her as God is my witness. I am a Tim Tebow fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a Florida Gators fan. Nobody was happier than me. I got the championship shirts. Notre Dame. Two of them, right? Yeah. Notre Dame and them my people. Mm-hmm. But it's like the niggas are always getting chances. The, the minor leagues, baseball, yeah, baseball, multiple teams. Like yeah. when he first came in the league, I was one of those people who's rooting for him. Give him a yeah. chance. Let yeah, him play him a, a full chance. season. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. may. Like he got a ugly delivery. The Pittsburgh Seals in the playoffs. He should have been, uh, what was number? Mike Allstott. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have been like Mike yeah. Allstott from Tampa Bay. Yeah. But they got rid of the fullbacks. Like Allstott mm-hmm. and uh, McNeil or what oh, is yeah, that? Yeah. Tom Rathman. Yeah, they got yeah, Rathman. Rathman. <laughs> <laughs> but like all the fullbacks. Yeah, all the fullbacks. But it's on. like if they had it, like that's what he need to be doing. No, for real. But like, nah, bro, that ain't. Or, or he need to play on a linebacker. He, and, and if he did that, he would have he would have stayed in the league. He too pretty to take them hits, though, bro. Yeah, he ain't trying to do that. That's not what he want. Yeah. Man, it was one more topic. Wait. Oh, we had before we get out of here, we got to talk about understanding why people settle in life oh yeah we'll speak on that niggas jump out of the rat race because it's hard to it's stay hard, up bro. man i took i took a hiatus recently from um social media everybody's always talked about how you know comparison is the thief of joy or it whatever is, the fuck the, the that's same. what it is i've never really been one of those people mm-hmm. but when i as i'm learning about myself i tap in and i was looking at social media and i was like you start comparing your podcast mm-hmm. you start comparing all these things 
And I said, let me unlock and unplug. Yeah. So I just deleted the app for a week or so. And I got back on probably like a day or so ago. Mm-hmm. And even when I got on, I was like, now nah, I've kind of restricted myself from even looking at it so much. Yeah. Because it's like when you look at it, it's like you see all these enticing women mm-hmm. and it's like it's pulling you there. Mm-hmm. You see all these shoes all and jewelry directions. and stuff. Sneakers it's and pulling shit. you there. Watches. You, you see all these Cars. people that are speaking about things that they're not experts at. Mm-hmm. They're pulling you there. All these decisions. You got to at some point silence the noise. That's what get it is. with yourself, which is what I've been doing mm-hmm. because you will lose your bro. It's so you much will. activity to get in. How can you not lose yourself? Exactly. And the thing is, we've talked about this on the phone and a podcast and everything else. You said a really important thing. You, you, you know, like my boy Ascat says, that's a bar. Yeah. You got to silence that noise. Man. You got to because it's a distraction. Yes. You know, when you are distracted about, the, I mean, by the things that are happening mm-hmm. around you or in the world, mm-hmm. then you really can't quiet yourself yep. to meditate to plug in, yeah. to, to tap in and connect to your own spirit because yeah. you're distracted by all the shit that's happening around you. What would you say about me if you saw a guy walk in this room and he had on, like, just let's just say it's a guy who works in the building and we see him every week. He comes in, maybe he takes the trash out. He comes in one week, he has on these shoes. I come back in the next week, I got his shoes on. Mm-hmm. He comes in one week, he got a certain hat on. I come back the next week, I got you his got hat on. Hat. <laughs> what you gonna say about me at some point when you gonna be like, damn, is you stealing this nigga Stilo? Like, exactly. you get your own shit. Yeah, that's old school everybody that's, everybody that's on social media is yeah. stealing everybody's Stilo and using it. And 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 you're, fo- like, and Pharrell said it years ago, he was like, it's the normal, it's the people who are different, mm-hmm. who dress weird, who are awkward, who, who are whatever, weird, right? who are an individual. They're mm-hmm. true individuals. Truly. They're truly them. And it's everybody else who's following and doing everything on social media with 100,000 followers, 5 million followers. Mm-hmm. That's everybody doing the same thing that one person is doing. It's copycats. But where is your individuality? Yeah. And, and that's People where weren't we, Chris, you know, Christian we Louboutins at. or all, all paying for Jordans. Like, I don't remember the last time I even bought a pair of Jordans. Look, I was looking at some Jordans yesterday. Now it's going to be all over our time, our feet. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it is. Not saying you can't do that, but what I'm yeah. saying is like, what are you doing? Like, I've seen you wear certain things. You'll wear some Jordans with like a shirt like that. Yeah. You ain't yeah, going to exactly. go have like a Nike t-shirt on with, like you're right, not going to yeah. do the same thing. Not the same. You know thing. what I'm saying? And and the thing is, you know, I think that it's important for everybody who's listening. Because I know we, you know, we probably got some younger folks, yeah. we got some, some older folks, some people my age, you know, women, men. It is really important at wherever you are in life, to get to your truth. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. But I was saying, And though, work on that. But I understand, like, with the topic, I understand why people settle in life because, like, think of how hard it is. We're all in this room chasing or trying to create a dream mm-hmm. or a lane. Shit's difficult. It's not easy. Shit's difficult. Mm-hmm. Failure is an obstacle you have to experience to know success. Failure creates tough skin, but it also oftentimes damages your growth process. Some mm. people, you, you always, they be like iron sharp and iron when you go through yeah. a situation that yeah. makes you tougher. Mm-hmm. Well, some situations break people. No question. And they stay in that space. They be like, you know what? Like not being funny, Arteza recently doing her real estate thing. It's been a lot of people trying to follow in the footsteps, mm-hmm. but everybody's not going to pass your first time. Right. People, they talked about uh, who was it that didn't pass the bar. You was telling me about Kim Kardashian who fell at the bar and a lot of people trying to make fun of her. Mm-hmm. That shit ain't easy. If it was oh, easy, shit. everybody be doing That's it. Exactly. It's just like that line Most from, people from, 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 from J. Cole shit. If you motherfucking broke and laughing at a millionaire, the joke's on you. <laughs> Bitch, if you don't have a degree of you talking about her and you ain't doing nothing to the level of magnitude that she's doing it, she's right. at least still chasing her dreams. And willing to fail right. to get to success. Right. Some of y'all niggas get hit upside the head. And, and then it's quit. like you go sit down and you literally check the fuck out of life. You 50 and you still working at Walmart and stock and shit. And it's like, Man. nah, bro, yeah. you gave up on like you settled. See, that's that's why that's why I don't like cliches and the cliche. And I always argue when people say 
that adversity uh, builds character and all that shit. It'll break you too. I don't believe that no, shit. No, it doesn't I don't believe always it do builds that. anything. Yeah. Whatever is inside of you, when adversity shows up, if you can if you can step up to that adversity, then that means it just revealed what was inside yeah. of you. Yeah. But like you said, some adversity because when you say adversity builds character, that you saying that that happens for everybody. Yeah. But some adversity breaks them off. It breaks them. You know what I mean? And they're never the same. They're never the same. They are never the fucking same. Not everybody's but, built the same way. But I thought about that, bro, because I was like, when you look at like I always talk about how like white people and their families, like if my, if I was white, my mom and my dad, statistic wise, mm-hmm. they would have have went to college before I did. Like. Mm-hmm. My mom got her degree after the fact. Yeah. And she got her 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 master. So shout out to my mom. But yeah, it's like out. it wasn't any exposure in that area mm-hmm. to where you, sometimes you mean for you. Yeah. Okay. So you don't feel like because black a lot of black people grew up being first generations yeah. to go to college, mm-hmm. like you don't have the exposure or that know how. Like white folks, they know when you graduate high school, a good high school, right. you're going to a great college. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some of the us roadmap we, is there. We're thinking, oh, do we even want to go to college? Mm-hmm. And I know every time I applied for college when I was young and even when I graduated at 30 something, like when I was applying, I underestimated myself. Even though I was filling mm-hmm. out the shit. I was with her at the time and I told her when these when I was uh, sending out my shit to these uh, schools mm-hmm. I was nervous I was like who's gonna fucking choose me right and then when right. I was Why chosen by several schools I was like damn am I gonna fail these classes I, yeah. are, how hard are they gonna be yeah. you know what I'm saying and you think about even that question issues. how hard is it gonna be mm-hmm you know how many white folks to just go and they be like, the daddy said an engineer makes money, being a doctor right, makes money, do going this. to law. Even yeah. if they fell in a hundred times, i.e. Kim Kardashian, they're still going to go after that. Right. We'll go do basic shit. I want to be a coach. I want to be a teacher. I want right. to be, we do the shit to where at 18, 19, you're going to have a simple class, mm-hmm. but then you wonder why you're only making 50 and $60,000 and you ain't doing more because you set yourself up for failure because you had no exposure. But a lot of times also, that is just short-term thinking. It is. And we don't have... A lot of times we don't have the mentors that can help us expand our thinking, you know, what I'm saying, to more of a long term plan, because if we have a short term plan, then we're going to have short term results. Bro. But that's the thing, though. How do we even like that's why, I, like, I, I always tell you guys outside the podcast, I love when we come on here and we joke, mm-hmm. we have fun. We laugh. Mm-hmm. But I was like, sometimes we got to come in here and be honest, bro. Yes. And, and like real. I say, some and of the real. things I've been going through in my growth processes and some of the struggles I've been going through, I was like, we got to keep talking about this shit. You know, I feel like last season we kind of entertained some other things. Yeah, we did. But I was like, I want to get back to the point of like, not always laughing and joking, but like, let's have some serious conversations yeah. that as I'm changing, let's talk about the things that's changing my life. Evolution. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's talk about, because some of the things I try to tell people, I'm like, I wish I had somebody telling me what their step was at 38 and how they got past some things mm-hmm. because all we doing is learning this shit bro. that's it i was thinking about it the other day man i have fly. never i have never sat down with any of my grandfathers i never met them me neither well i, I, met, I had one that i well two yeah but one I, I met my grandmothers uh my patriot and uh you know matriarchal grandmothers but i never met my grandfathers i've only heard about them heard stories about them and so that that because i know man I desire to sit down with an older brother. Soak it up. And just tell me the game. Soak you know what I'm up. saying? Like my vision of of learning how to do that is going to New York and going to the park yeah. and just playing chess with some old heads, just listening learning. to stories, man. You know what though? My my grandfather, guy rested, so I was soaking up some in, uh, information before right before he died. Mm-hmm. And he always, and Artesia can attest to this, he would always be like, 
to all I, anytime he would see me bring her down there or if I would come down there by myself, he would always be like, grandson, two heads is better than one. Mm-hmm. And even back then, you would just be like, two heads is better than one. What right. the fuck does that mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that means if you what have you two people in a household, most, but most people, or at least my initial thinking was two people in a household, you could do yeah. more with the money. Right. You could save it. You could do this. You could mm-hmm. do whatever. But if you're financially stable. Yeah. Two heads is still better than no one. No question. Like if I have all the money in the world, you still have somebody that can balance this. Mm-hmm. Then you have somebody like when you have a lot of money, what's the number one thing you 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 don't do? Trust people. Right. If you have a person you could trust with this, it still makes it. So as I've gotten older, I'm realizing that two heads is better than one. Mm-hmm. That means more than money. Yeah. That means protection. Everything. The safety of you. The stability of the name. And it goes both ways. It goes both ways. Yeah. And that's why I say we're getting away from it. That's why a lot of times when I hear men talk. They talking about sex and we'll joke and it's like it's okay to talk about yeah. sex and crack jokes, but it's like let's not disrespect women. Let's le- like like let's really try to understand what partnership is. No question. And building each other is. And then and not only that, but just having a conversation about you know when you talk about a relationship, like get into what the roles are. You know yes, what I'm saying? Like even bro. if it's not two heads better than one, if you the head, the man, right? God says yeah. we the head. But they the neck though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they point us in a direction, and we yeah. see things like. And I listen. I got I got sisters, my moms. I mean, all through our even female friends, relationships. I have learned. I think that we learn differently from women than we do from men. Like yeah. men, we're, you know, we're very simple, we're very concrete. Do this, do that, do this. This is what a man do. Yeah. But women, they understand like life and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they. They expand everything. They understand life. That's how God made them. So if you don't have a, a woman that you can connect to and learn the game from, to me as a man, you're missing out. Yeah, man. I mean, I, we it's just as important as having a male model. Yeah. You have to have women in your life to teach you things beyond just the concrete do this, this, that, A, B, and C. Type I just want to stop talking shit. about the good shit. Yeah. Like we always talk about the good. That's right. the easy shit. Right. I want to talk about the hard the shit. difficult things. I don't know what it was I was talking about. I was talking about something. What was I going through this week? But it was something that hit me hard, bro. Mm-hmm. And Artesia was giving me some advice and she said something to me. And when she said it, I wasn't offended by it, mm-hmm. but we were talking about meditation, yoga and building. And sometimes how you got to look at yourself. And yeah. it, it was something to the sense of I was telling her what I'm struggling with. And she was like, sometimes you got to look at yourself. Mm-hmm. And then like that mirror, it wasn't her trying to say you're the the reason. Right. But when she said it, I kind of like, like it kind of choked me up. Cause I was just like, man, I, I'm doing the things that I need to do. Right. Cause sometimes we work so fucking hard and we, we wonder why we're still struggling. Like if we're working this hard and they say hard work pays off, where's the payoff? Where's you know the payoff? Where's the payoff? Yeah, we're looking for that payoff. My message to the people who are looking for that through my struggles is the payoff is not always money. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the payoff is opportunity. Right. Sometimes the payoff is the growth that you learn mm-hmm. of how in, of how to deal with the situation you're in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm better today. The than payoff is the knowledge of the situation. Knowledge. We're looking for the Corporate money, knowledge. but the payoff is the knowledge right. of the situation. Is knowledge right. power? Yeah. So that's so? what I'm saying. Is it? But now that I'm starting to, I think it is, bro. Yeah, the more you know. Again, that's that cliche shit, man. Yeah. But some of those cliches, although they are cliches, they work. They work. <laughs> like the manifest, and what I'm saying is the manifestation, like even the manifestation of things. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people who are that. But like I said, since I've been looking at myself saying, well, all right, I don't believe in the traditional sense of God. What right. do I believe what in? Do you believe because in? if I'm manifesting, who the fuck am I praying to? Right. Who am I talking to when I yeah. say this shit? Yeah. Outside of the higher power of me. Which is God in you. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, it's but just we weren't taught that. Uberman's theory. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, but so know. anyway, so the, the, the knowledge is power is one of those cliches that my brain doesn't really accept because if I know some shit to me, depending on how you're looking at, 
it can make me powerful, but you don't really see that power until I apply what I know. Yeah. But, so it, but, me, it, but does it make it any less powerful because you're not using it? Yes. That's be- like I can hit you in your face and tell you I knock you. I don't know what I was going with that. Yeah, I don't know either. But if you if you got <laughs> knowledge and you don't use it, then yeah. to me, you're no different than the person without the knowledge. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But I think I think most people who if if we're talking like in deep detail, I think they're saying people who have the the if you have power, you're gonna use it, right? For the most part, you, yeah, would, you, you would think like if you could pull That's some plugs and say, hey, man, I want to be at the game tomorrow <laughs> mm-hmm. with Luca Dunches and then right. play the Clippers. If you got that kind of power, you're going to pull yeah, it. Yeah, All we can it. do now is have wishful thinking. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. If you have power, I feel like if you have power, even it being knowledge, you would use it. But but that's hold up. But I think that that kind of ties into. You're right, though. Everybody don't yeah, use it. People yeah. got an MBA and they ain't even applying their MBA to whatever they went to school. For. Now, why is that, though? Because it's hard. You know what I'm saying? You might yeah. get to a point and say, I want this, then you get it, and then you realize what you got to do with it. Yeah. You'd be like, man, nah, I'm not trying to do all that. Not being funny, that's just like a, a high-paying <laughs> job. Like, yeah. well, when I, like, when we really started diving into the podcast of what we wanted to do to try to build it, like, it was certain times I would be like, yeah, I want to apply for this job. And she's like, you know, if you apply for that job and they give it to you, you ain't going to have this free time right yeah. now. So it's like even stuff like that, you'll look and be like, "Yeah, I can get a hundred grand." It's a trade off, oh, but but how much free time will you have for this hundred grand? Yeah, you are gonna work for that? Yeah, they gonna put your motherfucking Man, ass to goddamn work every penny, every motherfucking thing, bro. Especially that, us. That's why I gotta have something <laughs> on the side, bro. Like when I since we've been away from the podcast, I'll be at home and I'll be telling Ortiz, I'll be like, "Yo, I don't see how motherfuckers don't do nothing else with their time." Yeah, like you just go to work nine to five. That's all you do. You don't try to build nothing for yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't try to team up or network with people. That's something I'm trying to learn because I'm not a people person. Right. But in order to grow in any capacity, you have to have a network of people and people that you can grow from. That's the relationships again, man. It goes yeah. back to that. We always looking at uh, intimate relationships, but sometimes yeah. you got to look at your friendship I'm trying to and the relationships you. through there and say, hey, how can we go about making yeah. this shit pop? How can we get shit done? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the homie Shay Beasy before we get up out of here on Instagram. She's a person who follows the podcast. We were talking the other day and... Um, I don't even know her, but we were just kind of chit-chatting, chopping it up, and we were talking shit. She likes the Celtics. The Celtics won last night, mm-hmm. and, you know, I fuck with Russell Westbrook and the Wizards. Yeah. So she was talking shit about my Wizards. I was talking shit about her <laughs> Celtics, and she was like, hey, this is the beginning to a beautiful friendship. I like the fact that you can just be a man, because she's attractive. And he was like, I like the fact that you can be a man, and we just have a conversation, men and women, mm-hmm. and just be friends. I need y'all motherfuckers to try to be friends <laughs> with women. Try to be friends with women. Do you understand how beneficial having a woman as your friend is? Well, I just nobody about champions that. you more. I'm telling then, you, man. The thing, if I got a new job and I say, "Hey, now nah, I know you're different. Yeah. You're mature." But you can hear most niggas up and be like, "Yo, I got a new job." They be like, "Yo, that's a bet. Congratulations, fam." Yeah. Peace. <laughs> You talk to a girl, you be like, yo, I got the job I was telling you about. They be like, man, let me take you off the drink. Right, so oh my you, God, let's Some of the motherfuckers will be like, what are you doing right They'll now? They'll repost your shit, everything. Everything. Shout out to my boy, just got a new job. Yeah. yeah. Niggas be like, yeah, that's a bet, fam. Yeah. See, women, women, that's what I was just saying, man. And it's like, why we is need it so them. hard? Even nah. to tell your home, like, I've even started to challenge myself to just open up my homeboys. Like, when I be talking to them on the phone, shout out to the homie Jonathan. I'll be talking to him and like when I like when I do the little audio message, I'll be like, hey, bro, I was just checking on you out of the blue. If, if he crosses my mind, mm-hmm. yo, what's good, Jonathan? I was checking on you out of the blue, fam. You know what I'm saying? You was on my mind. I wanted to hit you up, let you know I love you. Yeah. I was thinking about you. Fuck with me when you get an opportunity. Right. Now, I still make it a little rough around the edges, but I make sure to let yeah, you know. I message. love you. I miss you. He'll use the words. It's a way. You have to use say the, the goddamn words. words. That's intention. And you know, every time, the first time I did it to Jonathan, he hit me back and he didn't even make a big deal about it. He was just like, yeah, bet, bet, bet. Some, 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 whatever, whatever. He's like, I love you too, bro. He's like, man, I meant to tell you the other day I've been missing you, bro. Let's link up soon. Yeah. Like when niggas say that, you be like, 
I appreciate it. Yes. When you was a little boy, did you not have a best friend? Yes. Did you not have homeboys that you did shit with? Uh All the time. All the time. And like I said, as a even as a kid, did you not have women or friends of the opposite sex and you were able to be cool with them, especially in like middle school and high school? See, bro. That see now we're talking about a generational thing. So so for the young boys is listening, I think that because I was thinking about this on the way here. I think that the advantage that we have is that we knew a world before social media. So we would go to the park and play with girls and whatever. Girls and guys. We go to the movies. We do the school shit like it's all beautiful. But these dudes these days, like these young boys that grew up with social media, there's no personal interaction. So they go right for the, yo, what's up? Let me get some some pussy. You ain't even built up to this shit. Bro. You ain't even built up to it. I don't know about you, but at this age. She don't even know how you smell. I just can't fuck anybody, bro. (laughs) Like it's an energy thing. (laughs) I don't even know. Sometimes when I think about when I was in high school or or like college in my 20s, it's like how I used to just fuck with certain people. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, and you know, we've all fucked with a person where you didn't really want to do it. Yeah. Especially guys, but because it's pussy, you're like, I'm gonna do this shit anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I won't even do that nah, shit. Hell no. Like I'll be like, that nah, can't be I, I, I just, it can't. That's just a bonus. Yeah, bro. And if you do it right with the other aspects, then the bonus is gonna be even better. Yes. I do wanna talk about I keep saying before we get up out of here, but Charlemagne the guy, man. Media narrative, responsibility. Responsibility, man. yeah. You got to be them. responsible, man. Everybody yeah. was jumping on Kwame Brown. And they still are. And they, yeah, they still are. But Did you see Stephen A. He's day? standing in, he, but he's standing there shooting back, so they're going to yeah, keep shooting. Is. Yeah, it's going to be ongoing. Yeah, what did, he, what did he do now? Well, Stephen A. had a whole segment the other day where he was talking about, you know, like what, what Stephen A. is saying is that he was talking about him as a basketball player, never as a man. A man, yeah. But, you, but the thing is, if you a man, right, if you talking about him as a, if you a commentator talking about his basketball abilities and you say that this nigga's a bona fide scrub, he's going to he, take it personal. Okay, he did it. He was like, and blah, 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 <laughs> a bona fide scrub. A bona fide like, scrub. And it's like, and this Come is the, on, man. But this is why I don't talk about a lot of things nah, or man. touch on things that most media places do. Like Kevin Samuels. <laughs> I'm not talking to bitches like this. <laughs> now, let me mind you. Some of these women, they need the the waking up yeah. conversation. Right. You're not what you think you are. Mm-hmm. And even if you are, that's not the way to act. Right. There's a way but to I'm not going to act like that ain't skeletons in my closet. Exactly. I got skeletons in my closet with three, four racks on one angle. Nigga, you got a cemetery. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like everybody has these things to where it's like you got to be mindful of how you're talking to people. Always. Charlemagne the guy came at Kwame and Kwame just opened up a box of chocolate. For real. And see, and that's to me. It's Cease like, and okay. desist. So, so if, it was, if it was a situation where he wasn't, um, you know, if Kwame didn't have this quote unquote dirt on Charlemagne, would yeah. he really have responded that way? I don't know if he would have. Who? If 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 Charlemagne would have responded with the the because I think that the response that he had was very respectful. Like yo, you know what? I did this. I did that. I apologize and all that. But if Kwame didn't come out with the shit that that Charlemagne had went through with that chick back in the day, yeah. I don't know that he would have he would have took that position. Who? Uh, Charlemagne. But the thing about it was he outed his shit. I know, but Char- but Charlemagne was talking about him first, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's the point. That but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. People are like. I've always respected Charlemagne for where he's at, his growth. No doubt. But I've never liked the fact of him talking about people yeah. the way he does. Like, we all talk about people. We tell our stories or whatever. But There's a to way. put people, that's like me. Like, we're not a famous show. But if we was a famous show, they'd be talking about niggas they've never met. Right. Like, if you like, I if know. I was talking about Russell Westbrook and I'm saying all of this shit about him, I'm like, like he said, nigga, what you going to do when I approach you in the right. street? And you might see me, and that's you, the thing. Like yes. you actually might see you me. Might because see me, dog. I'm gonna go to a game or whatever. Like yeah. I can't do that. I'm and not I, getting in people's personal business, bro. And this is what I wonder. I do wonder that. Like I know that the show is 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 on a climb, but I wonder when we get to 
that position where we might be rubbing shoulders in a room with people that we might be talking about, I doubt that I'd be any different because I'd be like, I'm always going to take into consideration who else is listening to this shit that might be really close to this person. That's why when I talk, but that's why when I talk crazy, I talk crazy about myself. Yeah. Or people that we close to or people we close to where this stuff, like every, there's so many stories that I could have told about Artesia, but when we had these experiences, she'll be like, not that one. Yeah. yeah, Even when something happens, she'll be like, keep that off the mic. Keep that off the mic. It was something that happened what last year was (laughs) as soon as it happened, like the next day she was like, not Don't that talk one. about this. This ain't going ever on. Yeah. She's like, if it ever comes up on a podcast, you will follow my lead. Yeah. Like it will not be you. Yeah, let me tell a story. story. And I told her, I said, ooh, if you ever break this can open, <laughs> please let me tell this bitch. I always tell her, I'm like, you don't tell them, your stories don't be told right. Let me tell that motherfucker fuck yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, that, but, you, but that's, I always think about when I see those guys like, and I got nothing but love and respect for Stephen A. Yeah. Smith. But I, and I understand. Listen, bro, let's just take, call it what it is. Nigga, you make your living talking shit about uh, motherfuckers. That is, that's, you just do. That's really what it is. Yeah, so don't come out here acting like, oh, you know, yeah. I wasn't talking about you personally because the way you saying that motherfucker's going to take it personally. If you are a pro at something and they people have told you you're good and now everybody's on you. That's just like me. Somebody may be like, yo, like I know everybody doesn't like our podcast. Yeah. I know if some people listen to the podcast, some people may not even like me. Maybe they think I cuss too much. Right. Maybe they think I'm too erratic. Maybe right, they think yeah. I'm too wrong. Whatever they think. That's fine. Yeah. But bitch, you will not disrespect me. <laughs> nah, let's not You know what I'm that, saying? Man. And that's the thing. And it's like, it, you can't talk about a person and then act like you're not talking about that fucking person. Exactly. Like, like as if the way I'm saying it, a motherfucker's not going to take it personally. You know they're going to take it That's just like personally. Russell Westbrook. When they talk about this nigga in the news, it always offends me. But one thing I would say if I was a sports analyst, I would be like, he's one of the greats. Yeah. Lead with that shit. He's one of the greats. Make a, a, a what I always say a do good sandwich, where it's like mm-hmm. you, you the bun. You do all the good shit first, and then you add in the criticism. Yeah, he's there's a nothing great wrong with the criticism. I don't know what's wrong with his jump shot. His jump shot used to be better, mm-hmm. and then it was like after Kevin Durant left, it just for whatever reason. I don't know if he's injured. I don't know the situation. I don't talk about ball players the, in a certain way outside of their game and what they've done to perform right. that night. These niggas have families. We don't know if they're mm-hmm. going through something. We don't know if somebody's stalking them. We don't know anything that's going on in their life as to why their performance is what it is on the court. We have no idea. We don't even know if they're dealing with anxiety. When you got tw- we, Some people don't like a few people sitting here watching them on camera. Mm-hmm. 20,000 people in an arena? Boy. And, and the thing is, what's funny about it is- Saying we, shit to you? Right. But, but we think about it like this, like even with the whole NBA shit. These motherfuckers been in empty arenas for almost a year. All this time. And now all these people are here. Full flesh, spitting, throwing popcorn. Spitting, throwing popcorn. And you don't think that shit is fucking with them, having all them people back? I'm going to tell you like this, bro. That's what I'm saying. When work started opening back up, I didn't go out every goddamn day because I was just like, I'm used to being at home and working from home. How come I can't continue to do this shit? In my office. And then when you started getting out there, it was a point in time during the pandemic. I hadn't drove in a while. When I got out there, I was like a horse (laughs) coming out of his mama's womb. I'm like, if my legs is on the ground, like I was driving, I'm like, like, this oh, shit don't shit. feel right. It was different. It was different. You had to readjust. So it's like we don't give public no. figures that space to readjust, pivot, or make changes. Not at all. We judge them in our shithole lives like their life is worse than ours. It's crazy. It's crazy. But social media has given these niggas this access. It's made us self-absorbed. Like Man. me, I don't want to be on it. I don't want to be on it all the time. Like when I'm on there, I try to make sure I'm promoting something for us yeah. and doing something. But like it's hard for me to really just be on there. I never really want the attention like solely on me. Right. If I did that, I'd have a one man podcast. Right. And you know, that's the other thing I think about too, like how we even present ourselves on social media. Like we do control that. Like yeah. we could be like, if you look at how you, you know, like yeah. I know you got a couple of pages, but your personal uh, profile page and how you present yourself. And I tell people all the time, like, yo, 
Like, motherfuckers, like, do you really think that they know me? Think that I'm, like, really self-absorbed? Bro. I was like, you ain't seen self-absorbed. No. If you if, if I was really self-absorbed, my page would look totally different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, You don't think you're self-absorbed? A little bit. Like, okay. I mean, yeah. But I'm just but I'm talking about like, hey, like there's levels to this shit. But this is the thing, I told the TZ this too, man. You've grown. Like I look at your old pictures and old videos and stuff. Like you've grown. Mm. I don't know what the process Evolution, is. man. I know things has happened, but it's like yeah. even the two or three years I've known you when I look, I'm like, his energy is different. Yeah. Like evolution. I sent her a video one time, I was like, look how goofy this nigga acted on this oh, video. Still goofy. <laughs> it's just different now. <laughs> but it was just As like, I look at myself in my camera. Yeah, look at this nigga. Hey, yeah. That's why I say you're one of the most entertaining <laughs> niggas I know just for watching you like yourself. Nah, but, man. You know, but but I wanted to say something though. We got about ten minutes. You okay, it. cool. Nah, but but kind of sticking on this, um, you know, NBA fan, no fans, these fans. Like, think about the mindset of a person who is in the stadium, like a fan, yeah, a fanat, which is short for fanat, yeah, who's back in the stadium for the first time, and what you decide to do is dump popcorn on a fucking professional basketball player or you decide to spit on a motherfucker. Think about what these people felt like they was missing when they couldn't go to those games, All man. I'm thinking to myself is like, I don't know what it would take in me shit. to get up nah, and watch a basketball player who makes millions of dollars who's big as Russell Westbrook and think, I'm going to be okay by walking down to this thing and pouring food down on this nigga's head. No, that's why I'm going to do it from up here so he can't get to me. But what I'm saying is like to even do that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, why would like, you even do that? Like, right. Some, that's why I say sometimes I the think about the audacity of, of white people where I'm like, what the fuck are you thinking that makes you think I can spit on Trey Young but, in a game? Yeah. I'm in upset. He's I'm, about to inbound the ball, bro. I don't give a fuck 50 if Cent is drunk. sitting right there. I don't give a fuck if you drunk. Some of the things, even at work, it's some crazy. of the things that white people do is just like, I know you're doing this because you're white, mm-hmm. but even white people, I was telling a friend this the other day, I said, black people know white people damn near better than white people know themselves. Mm-hmm. We damn sure know them better than they know us mm-hmm. because we're like this white dude I posted the other day. He was like, a lot of white people, they don't know how to treat black people because they don't understand them. Right. He was like, either they see them on TV as athletes yeah. or superstars, so yeah. they envy them because they have something, they're rich, or, and they have something they don't have, or they see them in these movies being portrayed as thugs and everything exactly. else, so they fear them. Exactly. So their two first emotions are envy and fear. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's bad business, But that's man. a part of the American narrative that they've wanted to create for us. And they have created it, and yeah. they've done a masterful job in the media. Job. And a lot of people, like especially, unfortunately, and, and this is, I'm standing on this shit, especially law enforcement. Yeah. They also don't have much interaction with black people, nah. which is why when they interact with them, they very hand on a holster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Very, very hazard, just, just cautious. And this motherfucker is going to be like the niggas in, in the video game yeah. shooting everybody. He's going to kill me. Look how the energy. On, that, look at the energy that we move with. Most white people who are not like a spider or somebody who really gets to know black people and will work with them. Most white people don't want to be in a room or come to a party or a gathering where the blacks outnumber the whites. Oh yeah, they feel uncomfortable. They feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and then I think about us and I'm like, at work, at school, mm-hmm, exactly. At the store, most situations. Any situation, especially in Texas, we are always outnumbered. Always. And I don't know about y'all, but I always walk with the energy of I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wish you would I step in front of me. Ain't even there. I wish you would disrespect me. Mm-hmm. I act like I was bred and born in the HBCU and I didn't go to one. That's right. But it's like that's the energy that I'm on to where it's like Oh, your mom and them may not have respected, but this is right. a new day now. It's a new day. Like the energy I move with, ain't no yes. One thing I don't do, I don't say yes, sir, to white men. Hell no. Unless I have, you have earned that from me. Even managers at work, I just don't know if I like. Yeah. I don't. I have it's to respect. Unconscious. It's unconscious. I have to respect yeah. you to be like yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm just. And no. That shit is historic. You know, it's yeah. interesting too because 
when I think about what you just said, it's it's that's not really a natural thing. It's just really the way America and this society has made me. Yeah. You make me feel like I got to be like this, yeah. because if I don't like if I don't behave like this, then you're going to think, oh, he's one of these motherfuckers that I could make him and trick him into believing that he's actually inferior yeah. and start talking greasy and doing all type mm-hmm. of other bullshit. So I need to let you know off front who the type of motherfucker you dealing with. I don't know, man. I yeah. just think God is I thank God. Because he's never given me or put me in a situation well, one time, but any other time where like a white dude is like mad disrespectful. Yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. feel the energy and also know who they can and can't say this I shit so to, too. and which is why they do it at a distance. Yeah, but but I'm I'm hoping that that's what it is. But you know, I'm like you. I haven't really been in a situation where I've because I'm telling you, man. I don't I don't know that I would respond in a very um, appropriate way. Yeah. I just don't. Because yeah. it would be very emotional. You know what I'm saying? It would yeah. be very traumatic because yeah. I see it happen all the time and yeah. I know what it looks like. So if it actually happened face to face, like there would be like zero to a hundred like yeah. real quick. I just think it would be a massacre. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, like I, like literally to me it's massacre. literally nothing more disrespectful than white people doing or saying some of the things they say. Like when I see these videos where white people be like spitting on black people or spitting Ooh. at them, in my mind I just like it ain't it infuriates no, it me because in my mind I'd be like, if this if a, if if a white person spit at me and it miss me, I'm losing my <laughs> shit. If it hits me, Ooh. it's a massacre. Yeah, it's a massacre. Like it's a wrap. Anthony wins. It's done. Fatality. But the song we want to go out to, uh, Spider. I wanna if y'all got a T Grizzly preach, mm. we'll go out to that. I want to say we are coming back again, 82121. 821 Frank, I appreciate you for being her, Artesia. Thank you, you behind for the cameras me, today. Casey, we miss you. I, I, we really trying to, I, I can't wait to get back into this new season. We got to shoot. We got to talk because we got some shooting coming up. Yeah, we got to do. All right, man. Y'all listening <laughs> to The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct, man. Like they say, if you're hung, you can hear. If you listen, <laughs> you can follow or share. If you listen to the podcast, right. like it, like, leave us follow, a review. Share. share, let us know, man. Tell somebody to tell somebody, and man. I, I appreciate the, the 30 followers I'm going to get after you hear this episode. Look at this nigga. Huh? <laughs> Wait, dead? Yeah, it's dead. It'd be blessed. All right, turn that up, Spider. We can drown this nigga out. Bro, them can see a car seat. They still gonna chop the car. I ain't tripping if the police get my eyes. Some niggas ain't finna survive in prison. My niggas got the yards. Them Detroit niggas want me to keep that same flow. But that ain't what get through millions. I can't, bro. You know a lot of niggas scared to make that change, though. You gotta do it, get money. That's how the game go. Real nigga around these weird niggas. I don't fit in. House up on the hills. Got a rock climb to get in. It ain't one nigga I can call and borrow a van. I ain't tripping. Don't be cause the banker let me borrow M's Yeah, we can do that debit and that credit talk Say your man fix his face before I blow his expression off You know what I used to do to get that cheddar door I was robbing stones for that vault like don't set it off Ten million on me nine, you ain't know that digital And some low key on your block, you ain't know that digital Had to cut into an op like you ain't know that digital You ain't know that digital You ain't know that digital